0: Sean, how's it going? Morris here from 42. Hi, Morris. How are you, Nan? Good, thanks. Uh, I might start locally, if you don't mind. we have obviously won everything possible nationally, but what would it mean to win a, an immediate type of prof? Yeah, be, I, I won one in
1: 2014 when I was 17, nearly 18, and uh, it was something I thought maybe that would come around quite often, and it hasn't worked out like that. So it's something that i I I'd absolutely love to win, and... Um both for myself personally but also for the the lads that have I suppose haven't been successful at the club for, for so many years. So it'd be fantastic for, for for the for the club, for those lads, and obviously myself being able to contribute as much as I can towards that.
2: How much of your family is on that team, Sean?
1: So my brother younger brother Patrick, he's 18, he's a back My brother was a big player for us. My older brother, he's about 27 now, but he's uh he moved to Australia, which was a big loss for us. Um but all my family are involved. My mother is involved at some stage and or to some degree in the background and in, in the on the board or whatever else, and my father is secretary of the club. So we're all involved to a certain degree.
2: I just want to find in front of me. How have you found a calendar working so far? How have I found which? The the calendar. The I suppose you oh, went... The split season, sir?
1: Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Yeah, I've enjoyed it. i t I've really enjoyed it now. It feels like as if the Ireland has been a while ago now, but in the physical, we're still training away. We're training maybe 11 months of the year, but I suppose the physical and mental demands of the intercounty season, I really enjoyed the break from that um, and enjoyed maybe, I suppose, the, the intensity of the club commitment wouldn't be as high as inter So I've really enjoyed the last couple of months of training with the club. Um, yeah, just overall, as a player, I, I couldn't speak highly of it, but maybe for the game, it's quite different.
2: Thanks a million, Sean. Best luck this weekend.
1: Cheers, Marcus. Thanks a million.
2: Donna, uh, Don Brian Murray here from Sky Sports, how are things? Sorry, no. Right, Brian. Brian, how
1: are you
0: doing? Good, thanks, good, thanks. I might just pick up there on what Morris uh, was saying and what you were saying at the end there. Like, obviously, there was the, a GPA survey released yesterday that eighty percent, 87% of inter-county players uh, were speaking positively of the split season, but you just mentioned at the end there that maybe it's not as good
1: for the game. Is it about finding that finding that balance? Yeah, interesting. The um, player obviously is fantastic, but yeah, it's all about balance. Some people would be agreement that it should finish up in July, and some people maybe the in August September. But a, a balance maybe between the league finishing and maybe when the championship starts is one start one place where you can maybe improve on. I think there's only maybe thirteen or fourteen days there between the last league fixture and the first round of the championship so maybe that's something that could be considered but as a whole as a player I think it's it's, it's fantastic for a player it gives them an opportunity to I suppose get away for a couple of weeks if they can with their partner or their friends but also I suppose commit fully to a club um, which obviously they've got a lot from and they've they can give a lot to so um, but as I said for the game maybe finding that balance because it does seem as if the intercounty county or the All-Ireland finals were so long ago now Um so maybe just find that balance. What that balance is, I'm not quite sure. Yep. Yeah, cheers. Sorry to jump ahead there. What's oh, it's near, Brian.
2: Uh there surely be a well-earned holiday for you, Sean, then when you're finished with the club.
1: Yeah. Um I don't know the details as of yet. I know we're going to Orlando at some stage, but at Christmas time it'd probably be um, which I I'm looking forward to and get away for a couple of days myself somewhere else. So um, there is I suppose when the club finishes there are only a couple of weeks where you do get an opportunity to go away so um, it's about making use of that time maybe in November December time
2: Did you get a few weeks after the All-Ireland or did you go straight back in with the club?
1: So the celebrations obviously were great for a couple of days after the All-Ireland and then we played the, fo- the following weekend so maybe two weeks later or yeah 14 days later we played our first club game um, so we kind of went straight back into But you know what? That was no harm. Um, it was nice to get a couple of days off after the All-Ireland and then go back training with the club and I think a lot of lads maybe needed a, a, that couple of days break and a lot of them enjoy go back to playing with their club because instead the physical training wouldn't be as intense maybe as what the Intercounty scene is like and mentally it's not as, as tough either.
2: Yeah. Um, like, I suppose it seems so long ago since you won the All-Ireland like, is it... And it'll be a while yet before you're back hurling with Limerick. Like, does that kind of extra layoff give you a bit more time to, I suppose, soak in this one? Like in previous years, you were nearly straight back into it? Um, I
1: think quite opposite. I think it's it's important to maybe not think about it too much and maybe just to switch off completely from hurling. I've found just to completely forget about hurling as much as I can when I'm not playing with Limerick and just concentrate in the club. But um, of course, yeah, you do get, I suppose, much more opportunities to go out and celebrate your achievements over the year. But I suppose when you do have time away from Limerick, it's important just to completely switch off. And then when we do get back, you're mentally fresh and you're ready to, I suppose, commit and put everything in that basket. So um, I've enjoyed, I suppose, not even just thinking about Limerick and what
2: we've done. Do you find it hard to switch off, or like what way do you kind of switch off? What other hobbies would you have? like?
1: I, I wouldn't, to be fair. Um, Busy at work at exams this year, which probably took uh, my attention after that Ireland, which I had to focus on a lot. So um, I look, I enjoy coming out with a couple of lads as well, like all of us. But uh, I do as much as I can try to get away. But as I said, the, the club scene goes on so long now till the end of October, hopefully. Um, that there are only a couple of weeks to 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 get an opportunity to maybe go away far for a week, but I suppose that's the consequence of maybe going so far with Limerick is that your club scene or your club campaign is, goes on that bit longer than than maybe other counties. But um, I'm not complaining. Uh,
2: just last one, uh, Sean, um, and that's the thing you're um doing here today, like with Alan Kearns. Uh, was that something you were eager to jump into when you got invited, like or got asked to do it?
1: Yeah, Alan asked me. Uh, a number of months ago now this stage when planning began to, to commence first but um, obviously you had to think about it and did it fit into I suppose the schedule with the club and did it fit into to what I had planned maybe outside of Hurling for the couple of weeks that we do have off in November, December but all in all I look I, I was I were in a privileged position as as intercounty players um, and with that comes responsibility and influence so it's something that, that I am passionate about maybe the climate and that's Look, it, it's an opportunity for me to, to use my position to, to leave a legacy in Kenya by providing or planting million in trees and, and providing food and water to those affected by climate change. And luckily enough, I have a sponsor in PwC who are my employer who have offered to sponsor me my the full 10,000 euro to, to go over there. So um, it's in line with my values, but as well, it's, it's in line with what PwC, um, in line with their values as well, thankfully.
0: Right. Hi Sean, Owen from RT here. Owen, how are you going Good, thanks. Uh, when were you last senior, Sean? We were last senior in 20... I could get this wrong
1: now, on 2016 I'd say. Or 2015, okay. went up senior in 2015. I think we uh, 2016,
0: I think. So it was a big last year. You were kind of fighting relegation, weren't you?
1: So a big turnaround. Yeah, I mean to me, the division in Limerick is very close. Um, we were very disappointed with how last year went, but even this year, all eight teams in the competition are beating each other on different days. So, uh, the top four got through to two semi-finals, and we came second. So, um, so yeah, it's just a, it's just a competition that all of the teams are very close to one another and on the same level. So, in that sense, it's a great competition, but um, a really tough one to win.
0: This year we'll have like Waterford, Tip, Cork, all new managers. Could be a very different monster next year.
1: It'd be interesting, yeah. Um, it's exciting though, you know. Like you can you have a new management team there, um, so it's exciting and, and, and they all have come with new different ideas and uh, looking for ways maybe to how they could, I suppose, improve their season, but also maybe how they can take t- t- take us down to a certain extent, but. Um, yeah, it's exciting, it's come around quickly enough and, and, and to be honest, I, I've enjoyed the break so far but I'm also looking forward to, to maybe December, January when we do get back training um, and it's a challenge for us as well.
0: Tip wouldn't be too far, too far away from Bruff, would
1: it? Tip would be maybe 25, 30 minutes from Bruff, Tip Townsend. Because, um, maybe be maybe you're,
0: you're closest to a Derby from your point of view? Yeah, I think
1: Cork would nearly be the closer Derby, I think yeah. 15 20 minutes from Shireville as well, so I think you probably hear the Cork lads chirping more than the tip lads. So, um, ah, look, it's, it's great crack, you lads. I'm working here in, in, in Limerick as well, and you people working in from Claire live working here from Clare, tip, Cork. So, there is in there's great band between us all. Thanks, Sean. Thanks, Sean.
3: Sean, uh, big game coming up this weekend. I noticed we mentioned uh, how tight that premier intermediate division is i think only two points separating second and sixth place uh, newcastle west uh, a kind of a uh the, a stronghold out west in terms of hurling promises to be a, an interesting game
1: yeah for sure Raph. um they beat us in the, in the in the group game a number of weeks back um on a poor evening, but uh as i said it's so close you know there's any team could beat each other on any given day, and it's it's whoever performs on the day. Now this weekend is will come out on top. And um, as conditions conditions worsen, now it, it brings those teams that be closer. You know, uh, so it'll be interesting, exciting. Um, and uh, yeah, Newcastle West they've they've done great work underage. They, they've been really good at, at hurling and at, at senior level and the football. So they're trying to balance both of those for the last number of months. And in fairness, they've done that really well, but yeah, it, it'll be a challenge for us.
3: Um, not obviously not looking any further than this weekend, but uh, it would be nice to have the Gaelic grounds back for all the finals as we kind of head towards the busy season of the, of the cl- end of the club season.
1: Yeah, I, I, so I believe they've done great work on it. Um, so it'd be it'd be nice to get a your first day out and and a county final day in the, in on the new pitch. So um, hopefully, it's in line to to host those games in three weeks' time. Um,
3: finally for me, uh, do you do you kind of, do you watch the you yourself for the weekends if you're sitting at home on a Sunday, would you flick through the channels or results or Twitter or what, how 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 would you how do you consume it outside of when you're involved yourself?
1: I, I don't actually ref. I I, I I obviously have it keep an eye on the results on Twitter or whatever else, but I don't go to a whole lot of games. I've watched a lot of maybe Arsenal keen Arsenal follower at the moment. So it's good. I'm getting carried away at the moment following them but um, I haven't, went, haven't got an opportunity to, to be honest to go away or to go out to a couple of games but I just find that when I'm not playing hurling I think it's important to maybe just switch off because you are, you're, you're doing it 11 months of the year so when I'm not playing games I try to tend to go away with my girlfriend for a night or um just spend, spend time away from hurling as much as possible Thanks John Thanks Raf.
0: Sean, um, award season, as we call it, will be coming down the line fairly soon. Um, with Dermot and Barry uh, nominated for the hurler of the year, uh, a big chance for a defender to supposed to be, you know, hurler of the year for the first time in ten or twelve years. Uh, as as a defender yourself, that's you know probably the right um, recognition, I suppose, for for many defenders down the years.
1: Yeah, for sure. The t- both lads have been exceptional. Um... From day one, from the first game in Cork, they've been excellent. Uh, but on and off the field, to be fair to them, and that two deserve the award. Obviously, one gets it, but I don't think either of them would, would begrudge um, whoever gets it. But yeah, it's it's great to see two defenders recognised. Um, and uh, yeah, best of luck to them. I'm delighted, I'm really delighted for, for both players, to be honest. your
0: Your vote is cast at this stage, is it?
1: I think I think I know where it's going, but you don't know if these things are wrong, do you? <laughs> yeah.
0: Have you been open to bribes in the WhatsApp group or is it um has everyone <laughs> kept to themselves? I know as much as you do now, but my guess is
1: I d I don't know to be honest. But look, it's I'm just I, I am really thrilled for the two lads. They carry themselves so well on and off the field. They've worked hard, they, they're they professional what they do, and then just to be honest, and both of them, even over the last couple of years, maybe didn't get the recognition they probably deserved, you know. Um, obviously, Barry has changed positions, but Dermot has been exceptional for us for, for so many years now, and it's it's really delighted for him.
0: Just in terms of the last couple of weeks around Limerick um, hurling, just seems to have gone to an, an entire new level with massive crowds at club games and everything like that. Um, have you felt that very much different? I suppose to the last two years of you know when we were probably under COVID rule. Yeah, I've really,
1: I, I've really enjoyed the club. To be honest, uh, unfortunately, I picked up an injury which I've missed a couple of games. But when I have tagged out, I've, I've really enjoyed it. I've definitely noticed a big crowd from in particular that go to all our games, and I've even just noticed John in particular that the underage in in Limerick over the last couple of years have 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 been has been thriving. Um, the amount of kids that are playing the game now and the, the amount of parents that are willing to get involved as a result maybe the success of Limerick over the last couple of years, which is one, I suppose, huge benefit to, to the success of Limerick over the last couple of years. So definitely notice the, the amount of numbers, but also particularly the kids that are playing and, and coming to games.
0: I, I suppose, you know, your, your family will be very involved in, in the club and I the county level Limerick have the Underage Hurling Academy, but it, it's, I suppose, incumbent on everyone involved in the GA to ensure those big numbers are nurtured properly and that the conveyor belt that we speak about in Limerick continues for years to come.
1: Absolutely. Um and we're lucky in Limerick that we do have really great people involved um that allow I suppose young lads coming into the academy like Limerick to, to get the best help they can and to be the best player they can. But I suppose both on and off the field as well. I think a lot of emphasis has been on maybe just hasn't been on just succeeding and winning and winning and winning. I think a lot of a lot of it's maybe turned to getting good lads and making sure that they succeed, succeeding off the field. I know that at a senior level, John is, will would place a particular emphasis in that. But yeah, there is there are plenty of there are plenty of opportunities for young lads now to go into academies and and maybe play with Limerick in years to come. But also I suppose the setups that clubs have across Limerick now that maybe a couple of years ago um wouldn't have had it is extraordinary when you look at what's maybe Glen Rue, what they implemented in the last couple of years with that astroturf. Like I just I just noticed the last couple of weeks how, how much clubs have invested in their in their in their setup and, and their underage academy, which is great. Thanks, Sean. Thanks,
2: Sean. Hi, Sean. Keen O'Connell from
3: the GA website.
1: Hi, Keen. Uh, how are you doing, man?
3: Not too bad, Sean. Uh, how relevant, Sean? Just touching on the academy there. How relevant was that Academy system in, I suppose, the development of the current Limerick senior team, the, the amount of players that came through and picked up good habits, etc.
1: Yeah, it was it was hugely influential and hugely. Uh, we are one of the first groups to come through it. And again, luckily enough, we some really great people involved with us from under fourteen. Obviously, different people, but up to minor and then twenty one. Um, but yeah, it just it, it, the habits, the, the way that you should carry yourself, the level of, of professional professionalism that you need to have to be the best player you possibly can. All those things we've learned to, at, a, at, a, at a young age, and then you look at, I suppose, to your attitude to train and and inside in the gym. All those things, which at the time you wouldn't have taken much notice of, but I suppose they're habits that you take for granted now, and, and they're good habits, you know, and that's the, the beauty of the academy that it, it nurtures those habits in young lads from a, from a very early age.